This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Couple of things. I first recorded this episode as a behind the scenes record with me YouTube type of episode. And it's still there. You can see the trial run <laughs> of this episode um, on my YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed, Tatum Tamia. And um it was a lot happening <laughs> during the YouTube. I had to use my phone. This is a mailbag, mailbag episode where I get to answer you guys' questions. And I was using my phone to look at the emails of the different questions while recording live into the computer. 
and it was a lot happening. It started buffering at one point. Um, my phone is blowing up. My husband's calling something um, was going on at our other home. So it was just a lot happening that day. And um, I decided to re-record the episode. One thing about me is I like to be focused when it comes on this platform. And one of the things that I, or one of the reasons I steered away from doing lives or recording the show live consistently is because it's a distraction. And I like to be focused when speaking on the podcast. And so um, I'm trying to find my way a little bit and testing out different things that allows me to still do the show live in real time. And you guys get to see the behind the scenes and get to interact with me in real time while also making sure that I am focused on the questions I'm answering or I am uh, focused on the message I'm delivering and my mind is clear. And, but long story short, I decided to re-record it so that I can get into a space where I'm just not distracted. Um, but yeah, you can check out though the, I'm not going to take that down at all. You can check it out on my YouTube channel. And again, I'm going to continue to record the episodes live, um, but I'm trying to still find my footing and doing it, doing the solo episodes that way. But I'm excited. You know, I've been podcasting for almost five years and it's been such an exciting journey and it's crazy to be doing something consistently for five years you would think it gets old but as a con the industry continues to evolve and i continue to grow as a podcaster as a, a speaker and as an entrepreneur it, it keeps things exciting something else that's exciting is we start our fast within the society tomorrow i'm recording this on sunday this episode is going to come out sunday evening and we start the fast tomorrow you guys know the society is our membership community that accompanies the podcast where we're able to where like-minded women are able to grow in their faith and in their business it's hosted by myself and kavaya of the she who is called mobile app as well as the app outlet and um, it's really just a safe space for us to come together as entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial women who love the Lord to grow, like I said, in both our faith and our business. And every year we do a fast to around this time of the year. And we start it tomorrow. The fast is two weeks. It's 100% uh, off of social media. And then we add in a food fast on the first and the last day of the fast. If you want to learn more information, you can go to blessedandbossedup.com slash fast. The theme for this year's fast is big faith, big business. And so not only are we fasting, but we have sessions from some amazing women. We have sessions from my girl, Letitia Carr, who's going to be talking about how to build your company culture as a solopreneur. Y'all hear me all the time talk about the executive life. And a lot of times people feel like, okay, well, Tatum, that doesn't apply to me because I don't have a business. Creating my corporate structure or company culture doesn't apply because it's just me, but it does apply to you right now. And so Tish is going to be talking about how as a solopreneur, you can create your company culture. We have Raven, another friend to the show, who is going to be talking about how to build a business in a saturated market. Many of you guys, God is calling to places that is saturated. You know, a lot of you may think podcasting is saturated, but you're called to start a podcast. You may think that uh, coaching is saturated, but you're called to uh, start a coaching business. 
you, if you are called, it doesn't matter who's doing it. God is calling you to it for a reason. So Raven is going to talk about that. We're going to talk about saving Superwoman. So you guys can take that cape off. We're going to have Tahoya Jackson come on and just talk about how you can stop doing it all for everybody and really prioritize yourself. We have Asa Duggar, who's going to be joining us, talking about the business of influencing. We have Kyla, who you guys remember from the show a few weeks ago, who's going to talk about how to get out of your head and execute. Like, it's a lot happening. It's a lot happening. We have nine sessions going on. All the the full list of all the sessions, um, all the details about the fast is available at blessedandbossedup.com slash fast. The fasts are always free. We do a free trial within our community pretty much all year, but whenever we have a challenge, a fast, things of that nature, they happen during the free trial. Our community, yes, is a paid community, but the challenges and the fasts are free. I've gotten some emails where people were a little unclear about that um, and thought we were charging for fasting, and that's not what's happening. We charge for our community. So all of the Bible studies that we purchase and make available for group use and the sessions with myself and Kavaya and just the community and all of the resources we provide, that is a paid monthly membership. But the fasts and things are always free and you can always cancel your membership before you're uh, charged and officially part of our community. But again, all of those details is blessedandbossedup.com slash fast. If you're listening to this, let's say it's Tuesday or Wednesday and we've already got started, please still come. We're not shutting it down. It's still going to be open and available for you to join us, even if you're not joining us from day one. And then if you do continue into the paid community, you'll get access to any replays that you miss. All right. So now that we got the church announcements out the way, let's get into this mailbag episode. You guys submitted some pretty awesome questions. Um, I sent out an email and posted on my Instagram asking you guys to submit questions because I wanted to do a mailbag episode. Once upon a time with the show, we used to answer questions every week, but we just really have been getting into some things over the last few years. And so we haven't been able to answer questions, but I like to do these mailbag episodes every now and then so that we can catch up with each other and I can give you guys answers to your specific questions. The first question says, I'm sure you've answered this because I know this is what your message involves, but how do you prepare mentally to not get so consumed with making money versus carrying out God's will? I respectfully want to do both and I feel like I can. It's just that I sometimes become stagnant because as soon as I start thinking about the numbers that I could make, I start to doubt myself and even the talent. I hope this makes sense. Okay, yes, it does make sense because I most definitely found myself in this place before. Uh, When I was in that season where I shut down my business and I was waiting to to hear what God wanted me to do next, I was in this space where I was the most obedient I have ever been, but I was also the brokest (laughs) I've ever been. And I had opportunities come up, but I couldn't take them because they weren't from God. And it got to a point where I literally, y'all, I promise you I'm telling the truth. And I wish I saved this. Like I, I, my computer crashed in 2019 and I wish I still had this information, but um, I had a spreadsheet in my computer of money I turned down 
while I didn't have money because God said no. And that number got into the five figures and I was very upset about it. But um, at the same time, there was a reason why God had me in that season. And the reason was he needed to adjust my priorities and he needed to test and establish what I was committed to. Was I going to be committed to the money? Was I going to be committed to my version of success or was I going to be committed to him and whatever path or methodology he had me going through in order to get to what he predestined for me. And that was a very tough lesson. I, I talked about this on the show because this was around the time that the podcast started to change over. And I said how um, I had my, de- my definition of success for a long time was I wanted to be happy. I wanted the freedom of my time. I wanted the freedom of money. I wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted to do. I wanted my beautiful 10,000 plus square foot home in Potomac, my white Porsche Panamera. Like I had the vision board with all of the things printed out and I looked at it every day, everything the gurus told me to do. But when I decided to follow God, he had to reestablish my priorities and rework what I was going to be committed to. And it was very, very tough for me. And and so when I say prepare mentally, I don't think there's anything you can do to prepare mentally. And that's why I believe that perseverance or long suffering is one of the fruit of the spirit, because it's something that you're just simply going to have to go through and persevere through. So if I, if I can tell you anything to do to prepare mentally is to study the fruit of the spirit and understand that perseverance is a part of it. James 1 even tells us, and I'm reading this out of the um, message version, it says, I, James, am a slave of God and the master Jesus, right into the 12 tribes scattered to kingdom come. Hello, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and it shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. Other translations, um, I'll read it in NLT. It says, dear brothers and sisters, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Endurance can also be switched out for perseverance. So let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing. So I would, I would study the fruits of the spirit. Also really take to heart what uh, James 1 and that was verses 2 through 4 that I read is saying that when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing. And who's to say when our endurance is fully finished being developed? Only God knows that. But what I'm saying is you will never sacrifice, and this is in the Bible as well, you will never sacrifice anything from God that he will not return back to you. And I actually had to pause this and go find the scripture because I never want to get on here and just, and not give you the opportunity to go back and verify the scriptures that I'm giving you. Because one thing that I've noticed, especially in the faith arena, is there's a lot of stuff that sound good 
or people put their own spin on scripture when scripture is, you're not supposed to make scripture fit your opinion. You're supposed to make your life, your opinion, your thoughts, and your ways align with what the text, what God says, not warp it <laughs> to fit what you're saying. So I, I paused the recording so I can go back and um, get you the exact scripture. So Luke 18 um, verse 29, and I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. It says, um, and I assure you that everyone who has given up a house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will be repaid many times over in this life and will have eternal life in the world to come. And so I, I give you these scriptures and I say all of this to say that no matter what you feel like you're leaving on the table, it'll be worth it. God knows what he's doing and he's just not going to leave you hanging. Like for lack of a, I can't even make that sound deep other than he's not going to play you. He just simply isn't. So I wanted to say that. And then also obeying God and making money are not going to be on opposite teams all the time. Is <laughs> I've said this. I don't know if it was a YouTube video. I talk a lot. I don't know if it was a YouTube video podcast or what, but um, I said that sometimes we believe that having less money makes us more noble or more righteous. And that's simply not true. We're supposed to be wealthy. We're heirs of a king. We're daughters and sons of a king. We are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And so we ain't supposed to be broke out here. <laughs> okay. We just simply are not. We're supposed to live in abundance so that we can do the work of the Lord. But God has a reason for the, for why he takes us on specific paths to our destiny or why our destiny is laid out in a way that it should be. I personally had to go through a year and a half of being broke because God had to test my loyalty. He had to, to test, put me to the test to see, are you going to trust you or are you going to trust me? Are you going to rely on your business acumen or are you going to rely on me? Are you going to put your hands back on the steering wheel and figure it out? Or are you going to trust me? And that was the, the conditioning that I was going through to the point where I started making money. I didn't even realize it because I was just so in the deep of obeying God. And now I'm very comfortable. I have a very successful company, but that mean like the, the financial aspect of it is not even as important as it would have been if God would have blessed me the way that he's blessed me now, years ago, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I would have been uh, spending money. I would have been wasteful. I would have been boastful. You, I, my chest would have been out telling you that I'm a self-made, self-paid, you know, all of the things. I mean, I would have been a walk-in rap song for real because my ego would have been huge, but God took me to through a period where I had didn't have the financial things. All I had was my trust and my hope and my confidence in him because I, I, need, I needed to go through that. So for you, what I would say, your question was like, to, how do you prepare mentally? I would just say, 
persevere. Persevere. And whatever you do, make sure that your decisions, no matter how you feel, because we're going to have feelings, we're human, we're going to be upset, we're going to be joyful. If I look, when I look back at my old journals, it's always funny, like Monday, it would be, I'm so pumped, I'm believing God for this and that and Tuesday, oh my God, why does he, why does the Lord hate me so much? Like, it was so emotional, such an emotional roller coaster during that period of time, but we can feel how we feel, but our feelings are not facts. And we have to make sure that our decisions are in alignment with God, despite what our flesh is saying. Our hearts are deceitful. Our feelings are fickle. So we can't let them dictate what we're going to do. We just have to make sure that we are disciplined and consistently going after God, despite how it feels or what it looks like. And even when it you feel like you're hard pressed on every side, persevere. So the next question is about podcasting. And you guys, if you're not subscribed to Anchor Media's channel, follow Anchor Media's channel. Like I've really be giving you all the, the gems when it comes to podcasts on Anchor Media's YouTube. Um, but to answer this question, someone says, what would you tell someone who is thinking about starting a podcast? If you're thinking about starting a podcast, the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is start the, is count the cost. I mean, count the cost. And I'm not talking about finances. I'm talking about, well, I'm not just talking about finances. What is it going to cost you in time and effort and commitment to be able to do the podcast that you want to do? A lack of consistency is a podcast killer. One of the things that we teach in Anchor Media is when it comes to monetizing podcasts is the importance of funneling people into an existing business. Now, when you're when you're using that method to monetize your show, trust with your audience is very important. And so if you are not able to keep up a show, how can they trust that their order is going to get to them? How can they trust that when they pay you for you to uh, teach them whatever it is that you do? How can they trust that you're going to deliver when you can't show up to your platform when you say that you are? And so in in podcasting also may seem easy, but it's a lot to maintain, especially if you're doing a weekly show. Take it from me. I've put out a show every week for almost five years. And for the last year, they've been coming out twice a week. That is not easy at all. And if I was to go back, I probably would have did a seasonal show. I didn't even know that was an option when I started off, but I probably would have done a seasonal show because doing one weekly is it's most definitely a lot. So make sure that you're just really counting the cost and doing your research and understanding what you're getting yourself into before you start. Because why waste time and money and all of that to not even do the thing or be able to maintain the thing? And then secondly, Make sure that your show has a unique selling proposition. So many people, and I'm going to tell you the a mistake that a lot of podcasters I work with make and the difference between the ones that are successful and the ones that are not, the, the, usually what's missing between the ones that are not successful is there's no unique selling proposition. And a unique selling proposition is, is not my story. I'm passionate about this. No one is going to 
explain this message the way that I am. A lot of us think that we in our messages are a lot more unique than they actually are. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm just being honest because even if what you have to say is unique and it is, you know, all of these things that you may describe it as, you still need to find a way to make your show stand out. And a good example of this is there are a ton of business podcasts. There are a ton of podcasts about marketing and things of that nature. One of the shows that I first listened to it like years ago when I first started listening to podcasts, it was called like uh, the 10 minute marketer. And so that show stood out to me amongst the other marketing podcast because it was 10 minutes. Now their message might be similar to other marketing podcasts. Their message may be, you know, it, it may have been something that was redundant, so to speak, as far as the marketing talk go, but because it was 10 minutes that made it stand out. So don't think that you have to compromise your message in order to be a unique selling proposition, but you just need to package your message in a way that stands out from other messages like yours. And that's one of the things that we really work with podcasters on within Anchor Media is, again, a lot of people, we, we think that our shows are a lot more, or our ideas are a lot more unique than they are. And a lot of people, I come across shows who they have amazing messages the host is just so captivating and can form amazing messages, but because the show has no unique selling proposition, nobody's going to hear it. It's just going to get lost in the noise. And so that's a, another huge thing um, that I would tell you to do is make sure your show has a unique selling proposition. If you need help on figuring it out, um, definitely check out Anchored Media. This next question, I, I love this question so much. I thought about it for a few days, even after doing the live on Friday, it's Sunday now. And I've been thinking about this question since that day. So this question says, um, hey, Tatum, my question is, how did people respond to you stating so firmly that you stand on God's words and principles for your business? Were there potential clients who chose not to work with you because of your faith? So to answer the second question quickly, I don't know if there were was anyone who didn't want to work with me because of my faith. No one explicitly said that to me, but for the first question where you said, how do people respond to you standing on God's word? I've <laughs> my perception. Now this could be true or it could not be true. This is my perception of how people responded was, and this was also a fear of mine of being so vocal about my faith. I believe that you can be a devout Christian and not have scripture everywhere or be preaching on your platforms. Chick-fil-A is a faith-based company. We all know that. They don't do they don't put scriptures on their chicken boxes. They cho they choose to show that they are devout Christians and they love the Lord by their customer service and treating people well. So again, I don't believe that you have to be as you have to be preachy or you have to be showing people, hey, I'm in my prayer closet on your platforms. I don't think that you need to do that um, in order to be a Christian in business. I do that on this platform because this is what I'm called to do on this platform. I do that with under my personal brand, um, under my name, because that's who I am and is very lifestyle based. So this is my life. Now, on the Anchor Media side, 
you don't see a lot of um, scriptures or preaching or anything on that side because yes, we are a Christian business, but we don't, we also are a media company. We are a podcasting company. We solve real problems and we choose to focus on that as far as how we present our company to the public. And the faith more so presents itself internally. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, but my perception of how people responded initially was I felt that people underestimated me and my business acumen because of how vocal I was about my love for God and my desire to seek him on behalf of my business. I, I felt like, and this may be, you know, my ego popping back out in the, in the beginning, but I, I felt like people tried to play me as if I didn't know business because I loved God. And that was very annoying to me. If I'm being frank, I have a master's in business. I love business. I have built successful brands and everything that I've done, even, even if I pivoted, uh, but every business or, or brand that I've started has been successful. My youth program, within a year, I was a top 30 under 30 because of my community work in DC. I had my program in schools. Our retention rate was amazing. The girls were attending that, our after school program. Their grades were improving, behavior improving. We got retained at our at the school year after year. Like, And that was my first time doing business. Then going into my coaching company, I was figuring it out earlier on in the beginning, but we were on a, a track record to reaching our six-figure goal within that first year until God told me to shut it down. When it came to this podcast, look at what this podcast has done over the last five years. Anchor Media is a, a, a widely multi-six-figure, very successful company within the first two years in most companies, especially companies ran by black women do not make it past 18 months and because they aren't making money. And so we're the fastest group of women who are starting businesses, but our businesses are not successful according to the statistics. Now that was a, a humble little, you know, allow me to reintroduce myself moment, but I felt that when I started talking about God, that people underestimated my business acumen. And even when I would meet people or have events and things of that nature, I would work with a lot of people who didn't understand that part of it. Like they hear me talk about God so much they didn't understand or see, or maybe I just didn't vocalize as much the business building aspect of it. And so um, that's pretty much how the response was or how I perceived the response was that I was underestimated a lot because I talked about God and I wasn't respected for my business acumen. And it also led to God really working on some things with me and dealing with some things with me. Like you don't have to, like it was, it was something in me that is, it's hard to explain, but there was something in me that was, that will always jump up like. Yeah, I love God, but hold on, like don't try to play me. Like that's that's what 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 was going on internally. To where that that old Tatum would be like, no, let me out, sis. <laughs> let me out, let me at him. But um that was a whole journey that I had to go on as well. And something that God was working with me on is I don't have to prove what I can do in business or prove anything for that matter to anybody. 
you know, and, and I don't have, and he's going to make way for me and he's going to, um, make my name great. And he is going to put me in situations where people are going to underestimate me. There are, they are going to be like, how did she get here? Oh, she just somebody else that's preaching and that like, they are going to brush me off and that's okay. <laughs> and there, that was a whole different, um, you know, offline journey that God was dealing with me on is being settled and not even needing to let that side of me come out or needing to prove anything. Anybody is the best way to say it. I didn't have to prove or validate anything. He validates me. And that's that. But, um, but that was pretty much the response that I perceived. I got nobody overtly was like, I'm not dealing with you because you said that you're a Christian. Like I didn't deal with that. Now, um, going back to what I alluded to earlier, when it comes to, because you asked, were there potential clients who chose not to work with me? Not that I know of, because again, nobody explicitly was like, I'm not working with you because you're a, a Christian company. But just to, just so you guys understand, let me preface this by being clear about like what I do. So I am the owner and CEO of Anchor Media. We are a uh, production company, a media company. We develop and produce podcasts. Under the Anchor Media umbrella, I host a podcast that you're listening to right now, Blessed and Bossed Up. As a result of hosting this show and this show being very successful, me, Tatum Tamia, I have a brand in and of itself. And so if you guys see us on social, see on social media, these three entities operate differently. Um, Blessed and Bossed Up is a very community type of vibe and feel because that's what I want this to be. This is not about me. I created Blessed and Bossed Up so that eventually anybody can host this because this is God's platform. This is a community of like-minded women growing in faith and business. And I'm not the only one that God can use to pour into this platform. And I'm uh, more than okay whenever the time comes if it ever comes to move out the way and let somebody else host this platform if that's what the what um god sees fit to do but that's how i set up this platform to where this is a community so if you look at our instagram it's not a lot of pictures of me unless it's like explicitly my voice there's not like many pictures of me it's more of a community so you see like group photos and pictures of other people or in, or things of that nature. It's not about me. It's about the community. And this is a whole brand in and of itself. And then when it comes to my brand, it's a different look and feel. Um, we're moving into some new things. I'll tell you all about that later. But um, I have my own brand where I write books and uh, create different products for uh, women who are like me, who are um, entrepreneurs who are building corporations, who have families and all of these different things. And Anchored Media is the parent company to these entities, brands that fall under it. But Anchored Media also has its own brand, its own look and feel. And that's the business, to be clear. Anchored Media is the business. Blessed and Bossed Up is a brand that operates under Anchored Media. When a, a, a sponsor writes me a check, they write it to Anchored Media. All of the, every way I get paid, whether it's Blessed and Bossed Up or Tatum to be or whatever it is, it's all Anchor Media. It's one company with different parts. I told you guys before, I'm building a conglomerate and a conglomerate is one company with many parts. So with that being said, giving you that context, 
when it comes to clients who I do business with, it's always through Anchored Media. And like I alluded to before, with Anchored Media, we choose to allow our faith to present itself internally as opposed to being overtly preachy and things of that nature outside of like this podcast. So with when I work with clients, so if I go to a company and I am pitching them to create, to develop a podcast for them, that I don't go into that space talking about, um, oh, well, Holy Spirit said that, this, that, and the other. That's something that I do on the back end. When I'm preparing my presentations and my pitch for the company, I'm seeking God on what what does my sales pitch need to look like? Is there any data I need to include? What what is something that I should highlight here? Can you can you point out things about this company that I can use to f- further sell our services to them? So these are all things that happen on the internal side. When we hire people to work with Anchor Media, if God said no, they're not getting hired, no matter how um, talented they are. I'll hire many people who were not qualified for the job that I gave them just because God said so. And it has been wonderful relationships. And so it's more of an internal thing when it comes to um, even Find Your Voice Academy, which is like the entry point for new and aspiring podcasters to work with us. We have an application process. Anybody can't work with Anchored Media. We just don't work with everybody because we can't. We have um, a proven track record and a proven system that allows us to amplify voices, to allow, to help shows or create shows that reach the masses and that make money. That is That comes with responsibility. So we can apply that system to something that is built, that is um, furthering the enemy's agenda. And so that with that responsibility, we choose internally to make sure we have processes that allows us to vet who we work with. And so we do that by um, people having to apply to come to our retreats and things of that nature. So I wanted to share that because I just wanted to, and I was really thinking about that answer over the last couple of days, because I, I want people to understand that you can be a faith-based company without being preachy. Um, without letting people into such a personal part of your life and an intimate part of your life because your relationship with God is intimate. Even for even for me, like when I do, I've been doing a lot of vlogs lately. We're still perfecting like our process before we officially say we put out vlogs every week or every month or whatever. We're perfecting some things on the back end so we can actually keep up with what we're uh, trying to commit to. But as I've been doing vlogs, I realized that I have a hard time figuring out like how to incorporate the faith part because it's something that is honestly just not anybody's business. My relate what I s- sit down and talk to God about is not something I'm going to have a camera up and post online about. This platform gives me the ability to kind of come in and craft a pre-craft a message that I didn't deliver here, but that's less personal than me having the tripod up while I'm reading my Bible. That's too intimate to me. And too invasive. Um, I'm a private person and that is really crossing a boundary. So I was trying to figure out like, uh, how do I show this? But nevertheless, I, I feel like there are some people who 
I feel like there are some people who are listening who you feel like you're not honoring God by not being preachy with your business. And I want to free you from that for as long as you're obeying God and what he's called you to do and how he's calling you to do it, then you're doing what it is that you need to do. There are some people who are in um, industries, let's take education, for example, where you can't be preachy like that in those settings or um, any industries where it's unethical to push any type of religion, you can still honor God in what you do and, and be compliant with the rules of the industry that you're operating in. So don't, I, I just feel that there's some people who are beating themselves up and I want to just encourage you to know for as long as you are honoring God and you are obeying what he's calling you to do and how he's calling you to do it, give yourself some grace and don't let the enemy make you feel like you're failing because you're not. All right, I'm gonna answer two more and then um, maybe we'll do another mailbag episode on my YouTube channel. But this question says, Hey Tatum, I'm a 23-year-old graduate student and I'm an I am in an intimate relationship with Christ in which the Holy Spirit has been chopping it up with me heavy in this season. Through vivid dreams, his word, wise counsel, and prayer, I've been receiving a lot of information from the Lord. I discern God's voice, but he has never been this vocal before. And if I'm honest, sometimes I fight against thoughts and I'm assuming God is saying something when he is not, especially when it's little details. What are some practical ways where I can organize my spiritual thoughts in this season? Thanks. Um, yes. I would say you can organize your thoughts by writing them all down. When I first started building a relationship with God and, and I was in a similar place to where I was getting, you know, a lot of prophecies, I was hearing from God. And then sometimes I thought I was, but then I thought I wasn't. And I was watching sermons and I was writing things down. It was a lot happening. Um, and so one of the ways that, or the way that I organized these thoughts is I wrote them all down and I kept little tabs on my journal. So whenever I got a download, I would put, and when I say tab, it was literally a sticky note and I would take a sticky note and I would put it on that page and write um, download on it. If it was a prophecy, I would write it down and then I would write prophecy on it. And so it, it really gave me kind of a little table of contents in my journal because I was able to flip through everything. And um, whenever I had an answered prayer or if a prophecy came true, I would go back to there and I would record it, update, this is what happened. Or if I, if God told me to do something and I wrote it down because then I would have ideas. So I write down ideas. I put a tab on it and I say, God, when you want me to do something with this, let me know. And a lot of times if that idea will come back up, I will go back to that part of my journal and just add on what I heard previously. So um, a couple of examples of that was when I did the prayer journal, the God is my CEO prayer journal. I, I did it in 20, early 2018. It came out, I think, February of 2018. And, um, my husband and I were moving and, um, as I was driving, I got the download, do a prayer journal. This is the name of it. And this is the purpose of it. And I didn't have time to really flesh that idea out. I just put it in my phone. I didn't even have my journal, um, accessible at that time. So I just put it in my phone and I put it in my journal later, maybe a week or two after we moved. 
as I was praying, things was one of my fasting days, God had um, elaborated on and, and gave me a vision of what the journal was supposed to look like. And I drew it out on my prayer journal and I took a picture of it. I found a designer. I asked around for a designer and all of that. And I had it, this picture that I, in my chicken scratch handwriting in my prayer journal, and I took a picture of it. Even when it came to Anchor Media, you guys, um, if you've been listening long enough, I tell the story of Anchor Media came about when I was fasting with a friend of mine. When God told me what I was doing for Anchor Media, it was a bunch of different ideas that were tabbed in that journal, all putting together in a way that made sense. So Find Your Voice Academy was something I wrote down a year prior to it actually being a thing. Media company programming was something I had wrote down year a year prior to Anchor Media even forming. And so when God began to show me or give me the next steps and instructions for Anchor Media, he started pulling from a lot of things that were tabbed in my journal and it all just flowed together in such a beautiful way. So I would say organize your thoughts by just writing everything down writing everything down, keeping tabs, but again, it can be as simple as a sticky note and put it on that, that page so that you can uh, keep track of it. I'm going to go ahead and stop there. We're at 41 minutes and this is before I record the ads. <laughs> so I'm going to put a pin in it right here. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you want to join our fast, go to blessedandbossedup.com slash fast for all the details on that. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Tatum Tamia. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.